Zara, I am so excited to talk about today's sponsor. It's the new film, Challenges. It's from the director of Call Me By Your Name, Luca Guadagnino, and stars and is produced by none other than our girl Zendaya. Yeah, you know I love her. You love her too. I love her so much. Zendaya plays Tashi Duncan, a former tennis prodigy turned coach who is married to a Grand Slam champion, currently on a losing streak. And if that's not bad enough, Tashi's strategy to help her husband break his curse sort of takes a surprising and awkward turn. Hmm, awkward indeed. Because now he must face off against his former best friend and Tashi's ex-boyfriend, Patrick. Zara, the tensions are running high. I know. Tashi's someone who makes no apologies for her game on and off the court. It's her game, her rules, but with her past and present colliding, Tashi must face reality and ask herself, what will it cost to win? Challenges is the sexy drama that everyone's talking about and it's definitely not one you want to miss. It's about passion, friendship and what happens when your past comes back to challenge you. You can grab a ticket from Tuesday the 26th. So grab your friends and get excited. I will be grabbing you and we are definitely going to be going to watch it. Oh, please. Thank you so much to Challenges for making this episode of Shameless possible. Jenner is one of the most famous people in the world. We've had an unprecedented level of access to her childhood and her life. But who is she really? Well, that question is kind of tricky to answer. Welcome to Scandal from Shameless Podcast, the stories of the biggest celebrity controversies revisited. Hello, we're at part three. Part three, Zara McDonald. What did we cover in episode two? We covered heaps. We've covered heaps so far and we've still got quite a bit to go. I'm loving it for the record. Couldn't be more on board. So am I. So Kylie and Tiger broke up for good in April 2017 and we had a bit of a conversation about one of Kylie's very interesting quotes on Life of Kylie about that breakup where she said at the time, I just decided that I'm really young, Mm. which we found kind of fascinating and weren't sure whether there was kind of meaning to be extrapolated there. Mm. Two weeks later, she was spotted at Coachella with Travis Scott and they were pretty much on straight away. They were. Around this time, Kylie Cosmetics was becoming absolutely massive. Women's Wear Daily was reporting Kylie Cosmetics had done a whopping $420 million in retail sales in its first 18 months. Kylie also had a secret, but also not so secret pregnancy, which timing-wise meant she would have fallen pregnant about a month into dating Travis Scott. In February 2018, she gave birth to Stormy. Yeah. Now, in July 2018, she graced the cover of Forbes with the publication calling her the person set to become the youngest ever self-made billionaire. There was, of course, a lot of controversy around this because, I mean, was she self-made? How do we define self-made? Loosely, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. The next year, the Jordan Woods, Tristan Thompson controversy happened where Jordan hooked up with Tristan when he was with Chloe and then Jordan and Kylie, of course, best mates. So Kylie essentially lost her best friend. To make matters more dramatic, she was definitely on the rocks with Travis too at this time and they split just a few months later. Yeah, fast forwarding to May 2020, Forbes themselves published a bombshell investigation into Kylie Cosmetics and Kylie Jenner with this banger headline. Inside Kylie Jenner's web of lies and why she's no longer a billionaire, They accused the Jenners of falsifying tax returns to inflate their wealth. 
Kylie and Chris denied this. In fact, Kylie was very, very angry about that piece. But I mean, it was what it was. Forbes ended up actually doubling down on what they reported. And I think fast forward a little bit, they had downgraded Kylie's wealth. Originally, they downgraded it to $900 million, And then a few months later, they came back and said, actually, it's more around the $700 million mark. I love this so much. I mean, the conversation we had at the end of the last episode was like, fair enough from Forbes, you'd be pissed off if you felt like somebody was falsifying records and kind of taking you for a ride. Mm-hmm. But I also was kind of obsessed with how much they couldn't let this go. Yeah. Like even weeks and months <laughs> later, when they wanted to downgrade her wealth again, they made sure they made that public. There were some journalists at Forbes who had a massive bee in their bonnet after the Kylie Jenner stuff all unfurled. Guys, we're still in 2020 for this episode. We're checking back in with Kylie and Travis Scott. Alrighty, Mitch. So since their official split in 2019, Kylie and Travis were kind of confusing to the public because they seemed to spend quite a lot of time together and it felt very normal, particularly when it came to Stormy. They were happily celebrating birthdays together from Feb 2020 onwards. And in particular, Kylie pretty much marked every Father's Day and every one of Travis's birthdays after their split. Yeah, with like really gushing posts on Instagram. In March 2020, Kylie spoke about co-parenting with Travis. She said, Travis and I have a great relationship. We're like best friends. We both love Stormy and want what's best for her. We stay connected and coordinated. I think about my parents in situations with Stormy, what they would do. They were very hands-on with me and I want the same for Stormy. Yeah, by June 2021, they seemed like they were romantically linked again properly, Mm. I guess, or they were happy to kind of put it forward to the world. They walked a red carpet where they looked pretty touchy-feely, and according to People magazine, in a speech at the same event, Travis looked to Kylie in the crowd and announced, Wifey, I love you so much. (laughs) By August, People was reporting that Kylie was pregnant with her second child. Yeah, Kylie didn't confirm the pregnancy herself until September when she posted a short video to Instagram. In that video, she told Chris, her mum, about this baby, which Chris said, was one of the happiest days of her life. She also attended a couple of ultrasound appointments with Travis and Stormy and celebrated her 24th birthday amongst her family. She also had a really prominent baby bump. So the news was out. Yeah, 100%. Now, as it turned out, September 2021 was a massive month for Kylie, though it's kind of interesting doing this series has made me realise so many massive Most months were big for (laughs) Kylie Jenner. Now, not only did she announce her pregnancy, she also announced two new business ventures. The first one we're going to talk about very, very briefly is Kylie Baby. Kylie herself described Kylie Baby as clean, safe, effective and conscious baby care. The Kylie Baby products included baby safe shampoo, conditioner, moisturiser and more and featured Kylie and Stormy in the promo content for the brand. Nobody ever talks about this brand anymore. <laughs> I forgot about Kylie Baby. These products are still up for sale. And this the, is what's so weird to me. The website is still functional. It does all sit under the Kylie Cosmetics umbrella, but it's still up. I would say this brand does not do very well. Like Kylie Baby products have a maximum of like two or 300 reviews on the website. I feel like if you're a big brand in 2024, your products are having thousands of reviews on the platform, the only platform you can buy them. Yeah, completely. Like I'm on the Kylie Cosmetics website right now and one of their lip kits has 
6,000 reviews exactly. at first inspection. So I think you're bang on. The second brand was Kylie Swim. We're going to spend a bit of time on this, Mish, because this was a bit of a mess. <laughs> we spoke about it on Shameless, but I had forgotten quite a lot of it. Now, I'm so happy we're talking about this. After about a month of teasing on Instagram, on September 14, 2021, Kylie announced that Kylie Swim would be launching on September 17. Now, Kylie Swim's first drop, included one and two piece bathing suits and sarongs. The cheapest item went for about 40 bucks and the most expensive went for about $85. That's in USD. Yeah. Now this announcement generated some hype as most of Kylie's ventures do. But as far as we can tell, the first drop of Kylie Swim didn't sell out immediately. And that was kind of the benchmark for success, at least externally. Kylie would launch products that would sell out immediately and therefore the hype would build once the products were out into the world. Something about this brand, though, was off from the get-go. As one TikTok user with the username at SocialJoy pointed out, Kylie Swim launched with just five days of the American summer left. I'm no bathers, swimwear, retail expert, but dropping your first collection with five days left of summer feels like a really stupid decision. Yeah, it's interesting. Again, I'm no expert. I would say you'd probably try and drop at the beginning of the summer you're in, but also summer somewhere. (laughs) It was coming into summer in Australia. Unfortunately for Kylie, once the product started shipping, some pretty terrible reviews started rolling in, pointing out the thin fabric, the dodgy stitching, and they started gaining traction. And when we say gaining traction, like 5 million likes on a TikTok video level Mm. of traction, the video evidence, I found it kind of awkward to watch. Oh my God. This is one of those kind of car crashes in slow motion you could watch on. You can literally see your hand through the fabric. Like when people were showing their (laughs) bathers and putting their fingers through the fabric, you could see the fingers. Does that make sense? Yeah. And again, I'm not a sewing expert, but you know when you're using a sewing machine and then you keep running the stitch past the fabric, people were holding up their swimwear and they would just be like long lines of stitching. I'm no expert either, but I can tell you 1000% that shouldn't be happening. (laughs) Now, business owner Jessica Anderson, who actually had her own swimsuit line, posted several videos on TikTok explaining her thoughts on the see-through issue of Kylie Swim. (laughs) She said this in her video, which had over 500,000 likes. I am completely and totally disappointed that this is completely see-through. I've seen the behind the scenes of what it takes to produce swimwear and the fact that no one caught that this is completely see-through blows my mind. Yikes. Okay, so bad. I I think as far as negative business launches go, this stands out as the prime example to In me. recent memory, absolutely. I can't think of another celebrity business venture. The that hairy lipsticks. Quite... <laughs> yeah. So it's Kylie Jenner and Jaclyn Hill who yeah. are standing on this mountain alone. <laughs> now, you might be wondering, how did Kylie respond to all this negativity? Well, she responded by saying nothing and by never bringing Kylie Swim back for a second drop. Is it evil of me to be kind of obsessed with this response? I don't know if that's kind of problematic. I just kind of love that she just was like, "Eh, I guess we're not doing that again and never (laughs) saying anything at all. At the time of recording, it appears as though Kylie Swim has been quietly removed from KylieJenner.com where all of her other brands are readily available. The last Instagram post on Kylie Swim's account is from June 2022 which all things considered feels kind of recent. Yeah, I agree. I'm surprised it was 
active for that long. Yeah, I know. Chris Jenner also took the brand name out of her bio, where 12 other brands she's created with her kids have a place. I love that bio because everyone's <laughs> always looking at the order of the brands. Guys, we're now going to move to something that isn't lighthearted at all. And we're going to give you a trigger warning. The next little bit of the episode will concern itself with some particularly heavy topics because we are going to discuss the Astro World tragedy, Zara. Yeah, we are. Now, of course, in November 2021, it was November 5 to be exact, a pregnant Kylie was 24 years old, her boyfriend Travis Scott was 30, and their baby Stormy was around three years old. Now, this was one of the key moments in Travis Scott's career because it was his annual music festival called Astro World. Yeah. If you're not familiar, we'll give you some context. In 2019, Travis Scott put on a music festival called Astro World in Houston. In 2020, the festival was cancelled due to COVID-19. So 2021 was considered its big return. When Astro World 2021 was announced in April, all 100,000 tickets sold out within minutes. Like this was a testament to just how popular the festival was, how huge Travis Scott was in his career. And also he hadn't even announced the lineup or part of the lineup yet. So for this to just be snapped up in seconds, I think really illustrates just how well his career was going. Yeah. Now it's important to know at this point as well that Travis Scott's shows and the crowds at those shows are kept years for years had been considered really rowdy. In some ways, he had been praised by critics for his onstage energy as per the New York Times. Concerts by the rapper Travis Scott are known to be like high octane punk shows with a bigger budget as fans form mosh pits, crowd surf and stage dive with abandon. The artist himself, dubbed one of contemporary hip hop's most energetic and disruptive live performers, often in encourages the typically good-natured bedlam and has been known to sacrifice his own body to participate. Mm. Now, with that in mind, it's worth noting as well that him encouraging this kind of bedlam, as quoted by the New York Times during performances, didn't always pan out very well and in the worst cases had already endangered his fans and himself on more than one occasion. Yeah, take this incident in 2015, for instance. Travis was arrested for disorderly conduct after encouraging his fans to jump over security barricades during a performance at Lollapalooza. During a performance in Switzerland as well, he was filmed encouraging fans to beat up a man who attempted to steal his shoes while he was crowd surfing. Yeah, two years later in 2017, he was arrested again for encouraging fans to rush the stage during a performance. That same year, he was actually sued by a fan who alleged that he was pushed from a balcony at a New York venue during a performance by Travis. The victim said his injuries were so severe that he was paralyzed and forced to use a wheelchair. Now, in a video from that concert, Travis can be seen encouraging people people to jump from the balcony saying, don't be scared, they're going to catch you, obviously referring to the crowd below. Mm. I think that context is really important in relation to what happened next. Yeah, because that brings us to Astro World 2021. During Travis Scott's headlining performance, which took place at nine o'clock at night on November 5, 2021, the crowd surged uncontrollably. So keep in mind, this was a crowd full of people who had been lining up some as early as 5 a.m. that morning to see their favourite musician. The Houston Chronicle reported that mere seconds into Travis Scott's performance, many people within the crowd were starting to scream for help. Yeah, essentially the crowd surge continued and worsened throughout the performance. And 
While Travis did pause the performance momentarily a couple of times to allow security to try and reach unconscious audience members or to allow emergency vehicles through, he did pretty much keep going. Mm. And some people were saying, in fairness to Travis, with everything going on while he was performing and with his in-ear monitors in, he may not have been able to hear chants and cries for help from the crowd But it is hard to understand how he didn't see what was happening. Yeah. By 10pm, Travis was actually warned through his in-ear monitor that you just referenced, Zara, that the show had to end early. Now, it's not exactly clear why this warning was issued to him. We can assume that it's because multiple casualties had already been declared to organisers. The performance ended less than 15 minutes later. By 11.18pm, eight people had been declared dead due to compression asphyxiation. Their names were Rudy Pena, Mirza Baig, Madison Dubisky, Brianna Rodriguez, John Hilgert, Jacob Jack Juranek, Axel Acosta and Franco Patino. Now, the ages ranged from a person as young as 14 years old to, I mean, most of these people were either teenagers or in their 20s. Of course, anyone dying at an event is absolutely horrific. But when you see the ages of the people involved, it is just heartbreaking. It's incredibly hard to go back through this story, if I'm honest. I remember feeling so rattled by the whole mm. thing at the time. And even now, it's it's very tough to look through it all. One week later, two more people died due to their injuries from the crowd surge. Their names were Barty Shahani, who was 22, and nine-year-old Ezra Blount, who had attended the concert with his father. So 10 people died in the tragedy and more than 300 people were injured. In light of this, day two of the festival was obviously cancelled. The whole world was now turning to Travis Scott for a response. And in turn, they also wanted Kylie Jenner to speak on this too. She was in attendance at the performance, but she was physically safe in the VIP section with their daughter Stormy and her sister Kendall. Yeah, on November 6, Travis spoke to his audience through Instagram. He posted a series of videos to his stories. And in these videos, which were filmed in black and white, showed him repeatedly kind of rubbing his forehead as he said this. Anytime I can make out, you know, anything that's going on, you know, I'll stop the show and, you know, help them get the help they need, you know. I could just never imagine the severity of the situation. We've been working closely with everyone to just try to get to the bottom of this, the city of Houston, HPD, fire department, you know, everyone to help us figure this out. Yeah, he ended this video with a plea to his fans to let authorities know if they have any information surrounding the incident. He also released a written statement to Twitter that reiterated that he was working with authorities to figure out what happened. This response from Travis was ridiculed online for how bad it was, to be honest. It became something of a meme and a source of parody content that this was, I guess, the tone and the way that he responded to the tragedy. For her part, Kylie also took to her Instagram stories. She was copying so much criticism for keeping some of her content up from the performance, even hours after it had been declared a mass casualty event, particularly because in some of her footage, and I remember this so clearly, clearly. some of her footage included an ambulance, which was seen attempting to make its way through the crowd. Don't get me wrong. I think Kylie would have had a million things going on when this was all happening, maybe she wasn't thinking about her phone and what she had just posted. But for no one in her team to step in and be like, hey, we need to get these Instagram stories down. It's just surprising to me. 
Very surprising and like a massive oversight. Kylie posted the following statement to her Instagram stories on November 6, 2021, saying, I want to make it clear we weren't aware of fatalities until the news came out after the show and in no world would we have continued filming or performing. Travis and I are broken and devastated. My thoughts and prayers are with all those who lost their lives, were injured or affected in any way by yesterday's events. And also for Travis, who I know cares deeply for his fans in the Houston community. I am sending my deepest condolences to all the families during this difficult time and We'll be praying for the healing of everyone who has been impacted. Mm, it's pretty fair to say that public opinion about this statement as well was negative. Kylie took a two-week break from posting on social media after she put that statement up. In the weeks following, more than 125 people sued Travis Scott and the organisers of Astro World for $750 million. As per the BBC, the lawsuit claims Scott and guest star Drake kept performing despite accounts of lifeless bodies being passed through the crowd in full view of the stage. Yeah, Travis also offered to pay for the funerals of the fans who lost their lives, but most of the families rejected his offer. He also announced a partnership with BetterHelp to provide a free month of therapy to those affected by the tragedy. This move in particular was widely criticised. As per The Cut, press coverage described the partnership as strained, exploitative and controversial, a gesture that has inspired swift backlash, sending better help scrambling. If you watched your friends die at the Travis Scott concert, you can get one free month of better help, one tweet put it. Out of everything, this is like... The better help thing was really odd. I just remember it. I remember all this so vividly. Of yeah. course, it wasn't It wasn't that long ago. It's worth noting that as of June 2023, Travis Scott and the festival organisers were cleared of all charges relating to the Astroworld crowd crush. Now, while Travis settled with a lot of the victims out of court, not one person faced any criminal consequences for the tragedy. Mm, to make matters worse for Travis and Kylie, they had only recently, just very recently, decided to sit down and do a big profile and photo shoot together weeks before Astroworld. And this magazine was due to come out in the days after all of these people lost their lives. Zara, this was the W Magazine profile that still baffles me years on. This is one of my Roman empires. Maybe I need a Roman empire basket. (laughs) Pop culture Roman empire basket. In case you don't remember this, Kylie, Travis and Stormy posed for a cover and did an exclusive joint interview with W Magazine ahead of Astroworld in 2021. Now, their issue was supposed to come out around a week after the festival, but after the tragedy, of course, W Magazine and perhaps the Kardashian-Jenners as well, scrambled to remove all traces of the cover and the interview. An insider told the tabloid Page Six, W editors have cleared any planned coverage of Travis and Kylie from their website, but the magazine was already printed and now they are trying to stop the delivery trucks. In light of what happened at Astroworld, the interview and cover line seem inappropriate to say the least. Mm, Copies of this magazine spread were inevitably leaked. I mean, there's not a whole lot you can do once delivery trucks are out all over the country. And people were starting to receive their mail subscription to their homes. Sure, you can stop most copies, but you're not going to be able to stop them all. And the ones that did get delivered to people, I mean, because there were so many reports that they were trying to pull these down, the people who got their magazines straight away took photos of them and then shared them to social media. Yeah. So what did the magazine say? Well, we'll tell you after the break. Oh, 
All righty, Mish. So the title of their interview with W Magazine was titled A Modern Approach and was supposed to give audiences an insight into Kylie and Travis's dynamic, alluding to the fact that they've created their own definition of family. Mm -hmm. Here was the opening line. As they posed for photos, Travis and Kylie seemed very comfortable under the sheets. But even though they will soon have two children together, they are not a couple and haven't been in two years. They're the modern family. Now, this was a pretty bewildering revelation as neither Travis or Kylie seem to have quotes on the record about this. It was just stated as fact by the writer, which I mean, people spoke a lot about at the time. An interviewer would not pull this out of nowhere, particularly an interviewer for W Magazine, which has such a stellar reputation. Yeah, I saw a bit of commentary around at the time and even still about how, how does an interviewer get this so wrong? It's like, I just would be surprised if they did. I would be be shaken to my bones if they did. (laughs) No one just makes this up. No. They are told something. And that's why they're running with the story. I think the way this would go is that either Kylie and Travis or the people representing them would say, hey, you're so welcome to put this in. This is fact. This is how the relationship functions. We're not going to give you a quote on the record about it, though. A hundred percent. Now, the editor's letter by Sarah Moonvers doubled down on this as well. According to photos of the magazine on Reddit, she wrote about deciding on Kylie, Travis and Stormy for the cover, elaborating, we were reminded that despite their growing brood, Jenna and Scott are not actually a couple. Here was a real example of a family operating on their own terms. Again, not happening unless this is what they're told. Yeah. Now, neither Travis or Kylie came out to correct the leaked article, but at least one Kardashian had something to say. Yeah, on a TikTok breaking down this piece and this cover, Khloe Kardashian commented, wow, I don't know why this magazine would write this, but they are very much a couple. TMZ also published their own piece titled Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott are together, very much a couple, despite W Mag story. Why would the Kardashians, like why, I mean, Chloe was definitely put up to the job by Chris. Oh, absolutely. No doubt about it. There was a group chat about this where they said, right, who's who's, who's the one? going bang? Yeah. It's often Chloe. Why would they want to correct this? I think because after Astroworld, their reputation, their brand was in so much trouble that I think the loving family dynamic is the strongest one for them. They needed wholesomeness. Yeah. And not edginess. Not edginess, not this like new level of modernity. They needed traditionalism. Yeah, they needed something that people could understand. Yeah. And I think people could have understood this if, you know, they hadn't had such a big tragedy in their wake. As a side note, it also became even clearer why W Magazine tried to scrap this cover story after the Astroworld tragedy towards the end of the piece. The journalist noted that Travis had to leave the photo shoot early in order to get to Houston to perform at Astroworld. The piece continued, Travis is known for having one of the best live shows in hip hop and is a daredevil performer who once swung from the chandelier of a club and cut himself badly but kept rapping. His fans are as devoted as Kylie's and follow his every move. Yeah, I mean, not shocking at all that they would want to get that off shelves. Shelves. Absolutely. All right, let's fast forward to Feb 2022 because that's when Kylie gave birth to her son. She announced this arrival on Instagram, posting a black and white photo of what appears to be Stormy 
holding hands with the newborn. She captioned the post 2-2-22, which is his birth date, and also included a blue heart emoji to let the world know it was a boy. Yeah, days after the birth, Kylie shared on her Instagram stories that her son's name was Wolf Webster. <laughs> However, that name was short-lived <laughs> with my favourite quote of all because a month later she posted the following on her Instagram story. FYI, our son's name isn't Wolf anymore. We just didn't really feel like it was him. Just wanted to share because I keep seeing wolf everywhere. <laughs> now, it wasn't actually until much, much later that Kylie shared further photos of her son or told us his new name. In fact, just two weeks before his first birthday, Kylie posted a carousel of photos of her son to Instagram with the caption air as in A-I-R-E, the final four letters of the word billionaire. According to BuzzFeed News, Kris Jenner quickly confirmed the name with a comment on the post, I love you, Air Webster. Yeah, Kylie explained what happened with Air's name during season two of The Kardashians, where she said, we had to sign the birth certificate or else they register him without a name or social security number. So I felt the pressure to choose a name. We put Wolf Webster in that moment and right after I signed the birth certificate, I was like, what did I just do? It's worth noting as well, Kylie was uncharacteristically candid with her audience about her struggles after giving birth to Air. In fact, just earlier last year, she sat down with Vanity Fair Italy for a feature interview. And during this chat, she spoke a lot about her experience with postpartum depression, Mish. Yeah, here's what she said. I have experienced postpartum depression twice. The first time was very difficult. The second was more manageable. I would tell those women not to overthink things and to live all the emotions of that moment to the fullest. Stay inside that moment, even if it is painful. I know in those moments you think that it will never pass, that your body will never be the same as before, that you will never be the same. That's not true. The hormones, the emotions at that stage are much, much more powerful and bigger than you. My advice is to live through that transition without fear of the aftermath. The risk is to miss all the most beautiful things of motherhood as well. I think having spent so long diving into Kylie Jenner over the last few weeks, this is easily the most candid thing she's ever said. The most human thing for That's, sure. Yeah, the most human thing. She doesn't, as we said in our last episode, she doesn't say much ever. No, particularly not vulnerably. No, but this is the most honest thing I think she's ever said and perhaps ever will. Now, while her comments on motherhood and postpartum depression may have been relatable and real, Kylie was still one of the wealthiest people in the world and it wouldn't be long until she was slammed for posting an obscenely out-of-touch photo to her socials. (laughs) On July 15, 2022, Kylie posted a black and white photograph of herself, Travis and Stormy embracing on a tarmac in between two planes. The caption read, you want to take mine or yours? This was a reference to the two private jets they were standing near. And of course, the ones that they owned... The caption was essentially saying, are we taking my private jet or your private jet? Yeah. For some background, Kylie's luxury jet was purchased in 2020 for a reported 72.8 million US. Again, it has 10 white leather seats with her initials embroidered (laughs) onto them. Now, most people were just plain annoyed about the open bragging with this post, but many more were like doubly annoyed by how little Kylie seemed to care about the environment or her carbon footprint. As per the Daily Mail, In the comment section, one follower penned, too much flaunting of your wealth when others are barely surviving. Another added, maybe take neither and reduce your carbon footprint. Another said, why do I have to limit my meat consumption and try to use paper straws while the 1% get to pump 
tons of carbon into the atmosphere for a day trip to Palm Springs. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Every time I look at my paper straws, I'm like, God damn, those billionaires. I'm doing my best. <laughs> this floppy straw yeah. is ruining my day, but I'll do it. Now, this photo, which was quickly deleted from Kylie's Instagram following the backlash, sparked a much larger conversation about how often wealthy celebrities would use private jets with very little regard for the environment. Many commenters actually tracked down Kylie's flight patterns in particular, making note of how short and unnecessary so many of these jet trips were. Yeah, as per The Guardian, according to an automated Twitter account that tracks celebrity flights based on transponders and tail fin marking, Jenna's flight on 12 July lasted just 17 minutes, taking her from Van Nuys in Los Angeles to the nearby town of Camarillo. It's estimated that her 17-minute jaunt would have resulted in a ton of carbon dioxide emissions, which, while in itself is not a huge amount, is about a quarter of the total annual carbon footprint of the average person globally. The trip would have taken Jenna about 40 minutes in a car, causing just a fraction of the emissions. The 17-minute flight oh my God. became a huge point of controversy for Kylie's brand. I mean, you had the LA Times writing pieces like, Kylie Jenner, a climate criminal reality star, is called out for 17-minute flight. There's a few things you don't want to be called in 2020. Climate or criminal. Climate criminal is up there with the worst. It's huge. <laughs> now, by October 2022, Kylie and Travis's relationship or non-relationship seemed to be back on the rocks. There had been rumours that we've told you about that Travis Scott had cheated on Kylie Jenner before, but now a woman had come out claiming she was his mistress. This, to be really clear, we've covered it on Shameless before. We're covering it here again. It is one of the more complicated, confusing and messy celebrity stories we've ever touched upon, but we're going to walk you through it. I don't think I quite grasped when we covered it the first time because we were covering it in real time how messy it is with hindsight. I, I'll be honest with the listeners. I still don't know what the hell. I don't even have an opinion on what happened here because I find it so befuddling. Yeah, let's walk you through it and then just set it free. <laughs> um, this drama all started on Instagram with a pretty innocuous post from a 27-year-old model called Rojean Carr. In October, she shared a video that looked as though it had been taken on set during the filming of a Travis Scott music video. She captioned the Instagram story, I'm directing Obvi with like... A wink emoji. Mm. Now, this made headlines because people had been speculating about Travis and Roe for quite a bit. Yeah. Well, as we spoke about in a previous episode, in March 2019, TMZ and Daily Mail suggested that Kylie and Travis broke up because he had perhaps cheated on her. Well, by October of 2019, Paper Magazine and People Magazine were writing about Rogine Carr and her rumoured involvement in the split. Yeah. It's worth noting here that according to some reports... Some reports. Roe and Travis had been connected for almost a decade. There's a photo of them from 2013 where they're cuddling with a giant teddy bear. We do have to be honest, though, it is confusing. Some reports argue they seem to have dated on and off over the years, and some internet sleuths have pieced together timelines on sites like Medium to better understand what's going on. The split in 2019 between Kylie and Travis was kind of precipitated by a few things. First, Ro posted a screenshot of Kylie's account to her stories, writing, how many times a day do you block me and unblock me, girl? A few days later, Ro posted a photo of her brand new designer watch to Instagram with the caption, tell your BD or baby daddy, I say thanks. Bizarrely, a month later, 
Roe was reportedly in attendance at the birthday party that Kylie organised for Travis. Mm, despite all of this, when the 2019 cheating headlines became so big, Roe put out a statement denying that she was Travis Scott's mistress. She wrote at the time, none of these rumours are true. It's just the internet creating a false narrative. Please stop spreading lies and leave him, her and I alone because it's affecting real lives. So when Sleuths saw Roe on TikTok, where she claimed to be on Travis's music video set, they lost their minds. They were all asking what the hell is the deal between Travis Scott and Rogene Carr? Had they really been in an on-again, off-again relationship in the same time period that he had been on-again, off-again with Kylie Jenner? The speculation grew so intense that Travis Scott responded to it almost immediately. Yeah, on his own Instagram stories, he posted the following statement. It's a lot of weird shit going on. And the uninvited person was sneaking photos and what was supposed to be a closed set while I was directing a video. I'm saying this for the last time. I don't know this person. I've never been with this person. So please stop with the continuous cyber games and the fictional storytelling. Mm. This statement annoyed Rojin Carr a lot. So much. In response, she posted a series of videos to her Instagram stories and we'll insert a clip here. I've been good. I posted whatever story you guys wanted me to post. I pretended I didn't know you, went along with whatever narrative you guys wanted to, no matter how much like I got from it. But to say you don't know me and you've never been with me, when you've definitely been with me, when everybody's seen you with me, when I have pictures and videos of you with me, come on, sir. Okay, wow. Yes. So she wasn't done. After this, Roe added to her stories once again and said that she was with Travis Scott on Valentine's Day in 2022. She wrote, I saw you, I ran out the door, and I had every single girl I know blowing me up saying, Trav's asking for you, come back. Are we pretending that didn't happen too? Like, come on, you cheat on that bitch every single fucking night. The whole fucking city sees it. Don't do this. Uh, Travis wasn't having any of this either because in response, he posted a screenshot of a photo in his iPhone gallery of his Valentine's Day dinner with Kylie, dutifully timestamped at February 14, 2022 at 8.09 p.m. He captioned the post, if you wasn't at this table on V-Day, then you wasn't with me. Mm. Rogine, of course, had something to say about this too, as per page six. Rojane Carr then posted messages that she claims proved she and the rapper were at the same event later that night. Maybe your brain is all scrambled from like all the molly you take, but you was at Gunner's party on Feb 14th, a.k.a. Valentine's Day. She went on going on to allege that she had 10 missed calls from Travis Scott's friends as soon as she left the party. Mm, in the final move of his back and forth with Rogine, Travis posted then deleted a series of comments from a woman who claimed to have worked for him for eight years. These messages read in part, I've been working with Travis for eight years and I was on set all day as he was directing a video for another artist. Rogine Carr is delusional and she was not there with him. He does not fuck with her in any way nothing else to see here before I ask you Zara if you have any closing comments on this I want to say as well social media after this took off and everyone was saying wow did Travis cheat on Kylie with Rogaine Carr there was kind of like then a backwash of people saying did Rogaine Carr photoshop a lot of her content about Travis and was she lying that they ever had a connection at all for example the teddy bear photo that kicked this thing off that you mentioned earlier A lot of people were piecing things together, suggesting that that was photoshopped and it wasn't Travis and she was maybe putting out content to suggest that it was. 
In response to this commentary, because it became so, so huge, Roe insisted that it was other people who were editing photos and essentially trying to frame her as some kind of cyberstalker. She wrote in a follow-up statement, having thousands of people say you've posted and done things that are completely out of character and you would never do is equally hurtful. I am a regular person with a real career and family. I'm not a blogger or reality TV star who lives by the motto, all publicity is good publicity. To the pages posting photoshopped tweets and photos that were never posted on any of my social media, I truly hope you find some peace in that hateful heart of yours. Brings me to my question. I don't have an opinion. (laughs) I simply don't. I don't I know. am so 50-50. I, I can see both sides. I can see, And I think some people would say, well, how does Rojane Carr end up at all of these events if Travis Scott doesn't know her? Some of these parties, I'm sure, would have hundreds upon hundreds of people. If you're on the periphery and you have any friends of friends. You could get in. You could get in. And I think you could get in undetected by the person whose party it is. Yeah. I honestly don't know. Tell us what you think. This, though, <laughs> brings us to Kylie Jenner in 2023, which was another eventful year in the 26-year-old's life. Gosh, she's not even particularly old and she's lived a hundred different lives. She's my baby brother's age. Yeah. First up, her relation. Oh, my God, she's my brother's age. <laughs> lived such a life. Not that our brothers haven't. No, I know. They're equally interesting. Did I realise this in our first episode as well? Maybe we've already done this. I think this. we've already done this, but... Yeah, this, I think, proof in the pudding, still shocking every time I realise. <laughs> now, her relationship with Travis Scott, let's talk about that. On Jan 7, 2023, Us Weekly ran an exclusive story with the headline, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott split again after spending the holidays apart. They will always remain friends. So Kylie and Travis were off again, but it did really seem to stick this time because a couple of months after this, Kylie was linked to another man. We're finally at the point, guys. We're at the point where Timmy Chalamet enters the, the chat. chat. According to Harper's Bazaar, an anonymous tip shared with Demois linked Kylie to the actor Timothy Chalamet as early as Jan 2023, so the same month that her split from Travis was announced. In April, fast forwarding a few months, one of Kylie's cars was photographed outside of Timothy Chalamet's home in Beverly Hills, which added so much substance to the rumours. After the pair were spotted getting tacos in Santa Monica soon afterwards, People Magazine confirmed that they were hanging out and getting to know each other. Yeah, tabloids kept reporting on their blossoming romance, but there wasn't any definitive proof that they were a couple until September 2023 when they attended a Beyonce concert together. Just a few days later, they appeared in public again, this time at the US Open. I mean, at both of these public appearances, they were super lovey and super cute. They were Mm. hugging. They were kissing each other. It was very... Sweet. It made me a believer. Yeah, neither of these two have spoken to the press about each other. I'm not sure they ever will. But they have been papped here and there. So they're not trying to, like, be Taylor and Joe. No. But they aren't giving us much. They're holding back a little bit. For example, in December 2023, Kylie and her mother Chris actually attended the premiere for Timothy's new film, Wonka, although they skipped the red carpet and snuck into the screening after the opening credits. So, like, she's there, she's publicly with him, but it's not in the most public way possible. Yeah. Now, on July 15, 2023, Kylie and her former best friend, Jordan Woods, were photographed together at a sushi restaurant in LA. Of course, this was a massive deal because we know Kylie had unfollowed Jordan four years ago. We now know, though, that actually they still largely kept in touch. In an interview with Jennifer Lawrence for Interview Magazine in November 2023, 
Kylie spoke of the reunion. She said, Jordan and I, we always stayed in touch throughout the years and we would meet up at my house and catch up and just talk through everything. We never fully cut each other off. And one day, naturally, we were like, we want to get sushi and we don't want to hide anymore. There's a learning lesson in everything. And I think that in a weird way, everything happens how it's supposed to happen. We were so attached at the hip that we needed space to grow into the people that we were supposed to be. I needed that independence and that confidence because she was like my security blanket for so long. Yeah, last year was also the year that Kylie finally spoke candidly about getting surgery. In the season finale of The Kardashians, which aired in July, she told her friend Stassi this, You know, I got my breasts done before Stormy, not thinking I would have a child when I was 20. I had beautiful breasts, like natural tits, just gorgeous. And I just wish, obviously, I'd never got them done to begin with. I would be heartbroken if she wanted to get her body done at 19. She's the most beautiful thing ever. I want to be the best mum and best example for her. And I just wish I could be her and do it all differently because I wouldn't touch anything. Oh, God, what an interesting quote. Because it does make you wonder how she feels about her own mother with all of this in mind. It's fascinating to me. I think it's like two-pronged. It's kind of moving and sad. And then also Kardashians kind of do this thing where they're like blaming societal pressures for yeah. doing the things that they've done on their bodies without realising that they take up a lot a lot of space in society. They are kind of society. Yeah. yeah. Now we need to talk most recently about a brand new business she introduced because in October 2023, Kylie posted a somewhat vague photo of herself wearing a large leather trench coat and captioned it, Meet Kai. Meet Kai, K-H-Y. The next day, Kylie shared a cover story with the Wall Street Journal that shared much more about what Kai was going to be. The article reads, This fall, Kylie launches Kai, a fashion line in partnership with co-founders Kris Jenner and popular cultures Emma and Jens Greed, a married couple who are also involved in the multi-billion dollar juggernauts Skims and Good American. Kai, a play on the nickname of Jenner's, will feature different guest designers and concepts throughout the year. The brand aims to produce investment pieces at an affordable price point. The whole line is really inspired by my personal wardrobe and the different moods that I'm in, Kylie says. Why does she want another business? I think it has to just be money. I mean, I don't think one woman is launching this many businesses in this many different spheres this quickly. Like she's working at a rate of knots. How many businesses in the last five years has she launched and had like huge PR pushes behind? I think it's yeah, it's a little bit of passion, but I think a lot of it's financial motivation. So would we call it greed? I don't know. I would like to buy from Kai and actually experience the products. The first drop wasn't really my vibe, but I would like to experience it. And if I think it's a good quality product, then no, I don't just think it's greed. But if I bought it and thought that I was being ripped off. It's yeah. so interesting because even if it's a good product, I would say it's still the same answer to me. Really? It's still greed. The motivation is still the same. It doesn't really matter what the outcome is. But the motivation, if it's a high-quality product, is I'm motivated to be nah. creative and deliver a good I product. I think that's the byproduct of the grade. Interesting. I do think it's great. I don't feel particularly – like, I don't mind Kylie Jenner, but I would say that there is a huge element of greed in this family where they just want more and more and more. Mm. And I can't get my head into that mindset. I would just feel like Kylie Cosmetics has done well. You've got – a lot of cash for the rest of my life. Why bother? 
unless she's just got nothing to do with Kai and the day-to-day and it just doesn't matter. She just gets her dividends, she gets her cash and it's whatever. Or she's sick of Kylie Cosmetics, actually doesn't really care too and much about lip kits and stuff anymore creative. and is into this kind of stuff now. Potentially as well. If I launched a business at 18, 19, I'd probably age it's out of it quite true, quickly too. she's still only 26. Yeah. Now, the Wall Street Journal feature article that we mentioned earlier also offers a fitting summation of Kylie Jenner, the person and the brand. At the centre of Kai is Jenner herself, who is a study in contradictions. She is the preternaturally poised mother of two who loves lip syncing and doing girlish dances on TikTok. She's a global force in business who is also the ultimate mummy's girl. She once told James Corden that in addition to being in the delivery room with Stormy, Chris fully took my baby out of the vagina. <laughs> she has an outsized, sexy and sometimes brazen social media presence, but is soft-spoken and reserved in person. I'm obsessed with that quote because we opened this whole series by saying, who is she? And I still have no fucking idea. I have no idea. What an enigma. I would love to see over the next few years if we find out a little bit more about Kylie Jenner, but I think maybe she keeps us guessing intentionally. I've got to say it's pretty deeply impressive to be an enigma when you've been in the public eye so much since 10. For us to still not really know that much or understand who you are. Could never be me. It's a feat. No, no. Not enough mystery there for me either. (laughs) Guys, a massive thank you to our pop culture journalist, Eilish Gilligan, for putting this one together. What a fascinating series. Of course, this episode was audio produced by podcast producer Annabelle Lee. Thank you, Annabelle Lee. Thank you, Zara McDonald. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Michelle Andrews. Guys, if you want to support us, come follow us on Instagram or TikTok. We're at Shameless Podcast on Instagram at Shameless underscore podcast on TikTok. (laughs) That's all, I think. That's all. We'll be back. Back in your ears on Thursday. Bye. Shameless Media. This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello, guys. Mish here. I am the co-founder of Shameless Media. Thank you so much for giving us your ears and your mind and your time. We're so grateful. If you enjoy the stuff that we produce, may I recommend our brand new podcast, Style-ish. Style-ish, if you want to say it quickly. Style-ish, if you want to take the long way through. It is our podcast for all things fashion, brand, business, and beauty. If that is in your wheelhouse, if you care about style content, you will love this show. It is, of course, more than just a show as well. It is a newsletter. It is an Instagram feed. It is a TikTok account. There is so much good stuff going out on Stylish every single day starting now. So in your favorite app, search for Style-ish. Give it a listen. Give it a follow. We are an independent media company and we would be so, so grateful for all your support. That's all for me, guys. Check out Stylish and have a good one.